Uh, Lynn and I had a, a great time on our belated 40th anniversary trip. And uh, if you've never been to Green? Lewisburg, West Virginia, you ought to visit. It was really nice. We enjoyed it very much. Turn with me to the 68th Psalm. This is a long psalm, and I've kind of had it in my mind that I want to do one psalm uh, each time until for just one lesson until we get to Psalm 119. I'll uh, stretch that one out a bit. But uh, Psalm 68, let's read this together. Let God arise. And I have no doubt that uh, refers to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God, yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Sing unto God. Sing praises to his name. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name Jah. And that is a shortened version of Jehovah. And rejoice before him. A father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. God setteth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those who are bound with chains, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. O God, when thou wentest forth before thy people, when thou didst march through the wilderness, the earth shook, the heavens also dropped at the presence of God. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God, the God of Israel. Thou, God, didst send a plentiful rain, whereby thou didst confirm thine inheritance when it was weary. Thy congregation hath dwelt therein. Thou, O God, hast prepared of thy goodness for the poor. The Lord gave the word. And I think that's a reference to the scriptures. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Kings of armies did flee apace. And she that tarried at home divided the spoil. Though you have lain among the pots. Somebody says, what's a pot? Well, the definition I found was a double stall. Yet shall ye be as the wings of a dove covered with silver and her feathers with yellow gold. When the Almighty scattered kings in it, it was white, and you'll notice that's in italics, it was as snow, cold, and salmon. The hill of God is as the hill of Bashan, that means fruitfulness, and high hill as the hill of Bashan. Why leap ye high hills? This is the hill which God desireth to dwell in. Yea, the Lord will dwell in it forever. 
The chariots of God are 20,000, even thousands of angels, and the Lord is among them, as in Sinai, in the holy place. Thou hast ascended on high. This is quoted in Ephesians chapter 4. Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men, yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. Blessed be the Lord, who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. He that is our God is the God of salvation. And unto God the Lord belong the issues from death. I was laying in bed last night just thinking, I can die any second, and you can too. And that's in the Lord's hand, and that's a good place for it to be. But God shall wound the head of his enemies, and the hairy scalp of such a one as goeth on still in his trespasses. The Lord said, I will bring again from Bashan. I will bring my people again from the depth of the sea. Once again, I believe that's a reference to the resurrection. That thy foot may be dipped in the, in the blood of thine enemies and the tongue of thy dogs in the same. They have seen thy goings, O God, even the goings of my God, my King, in the sanctuary, the holy place. The singers went before, the players on instruments followed after. Among them were the damsels playing with the timbrels. Bless ye God in the congregations, even the Lord from the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin with their ruler, the princes of Judah and the council, the princes of Zebulun and the princes of Naphtali. Thy God hath commanded thy strength. Strengthen, O God, that which thou hast wrought for us. Because of thy temple at Jerusalem shall kings bring presents unto thee. Rebuke the company of spearmen and the multitude of bulls and the calves of the people till everyone submit himself with pieces of silver. That's talking about the atonement money. Scatter thou the people that delight in war. Princes shall come out of Egypt. Ethiopia shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. Sing unto God, yea, ye kingdoms of the earth. O sing praises unto the Lord. To him that rideth upon the heaven of heavens which were of old, Lo, he does send out his voice, and that a mighty voice. Ascribe ye strength unto God. His excellency is over Israel, and his strength is in the clouds. O God, thou art terrible out of thy holy places. The God of Israel is he that giveth strength and power unto his people. Blessed be God. Let's pray. Lord, how we thank you for who you are. How we thank you for your word. How we thank you for the freeness of your grace. How we thank you for the glory of your salvation that's in your son. Lord, we would hear from you. Deliver us from hearing the words, the thoughts, and the opinions of a sinful man. But enable us to hear from you. Enable us to believe your gospel. Enable us to rejoice in who you are. Enable us 
to love you supremely from our hearts by your grace. Enable us to walk, talk, and think in a way that honors your gospel and your son. Forgive us of our many sins. Cleanse us for Christ's sake. Be with all your people wherever they meet together. Lord, we pray for your blessing upon us. In Christ's name we pray. The Young's literal translation of verse 1 says, rise doth God. I like that. That's referring to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and all of our salvation is found in him being raised from the dead. God is pleased with everyone he rose for. What a way to start this psalm. The Lord Jesus Christ is God, and God arose from the dead. Now notice in these first two verses, there are three descriptions of those who do not believe. Let God arise, number one, let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away as wax melteth before the fire, so let the wicked perish at the presence of God. Now, there are three descriptions of the natural man. His enemies. You know, God has enemies. The natural man would put God out of business if it were in their power. They're called those that hate him. Do you know that you were born into this world with an actual hatred of God? A hatred of the living God. That demonstrates the sinfulness of the natural man. And I know in my own experience, I found out I hated God. When I found out that God had elected a people and I couldn't do anything to make myself one of them. And that made me realize that I resented him that I hated him, that I didn't think he was fair. That's when the Lord, I believe, really taught me that I was a sinner, someone who was guilty of hating God, and he calls them the wicked. Verse 3, but let the righteous be glad. You know there are the wicked and the righteous. That's the only two kind of people there are, the wicked and the righteous. And I'll say what I've said so many times. This is a quote from Pascal, the French, uh, I don't know what he was, but he made this statement that was, uh, I thought, fantastic. All the righteous believe themselves to be wicked. And all the wicked believe themselves to be righteous. Or at least have the potential to be righteous quite a statement the righteous and the wicked let the righteous be glad in the resurrection of christ in the gospel let them rejoice before god yea let them exceedingly rejoice and my dear friends we have a reason right now to exceedingly rejoice in the gospel of the lord jesus christ everything god requires of me right now 
I have. I'm accepted in the beloved. And what a reason to rejoice. He says, sing unto God, verse 4, sing praises to his name, his excellent name, his excellent attributes. Aren't you thankful for who he is? Aren't you glad he's holy? Aren't you glad he's absolutely just? Aren't you glad he's merciful and gracious? Aren't you glad he's all-powerful? Aren't you glad he's sovereign? Aren't you glad he's love? What a glorious God we have. Sing praises to his name, extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name Jaw. And this is a, and rejoice before him. And this is really a, him riding over the heavens. Just pictures his absolute control of everything. Now he's called, in verse 5, a father of the fatherless. And a judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. He undertakes for those who can't undertake for themselves. A father of the fatherless. The judge, the one who takes up for the widows. The one who saves those who can't save themselves. That's what that's a reference to more than anything else. This is the character of God. He's a father to the fatherless. A judge of widows. Is God in his holy habitation. His holy dwelling place. God, verse 6, setteth the solitary, those people who are alone and all by themselves and separated and isolated he sets them in families he bringeth out those who are bound with chains now this is something that only a believer understands an unbeliever cannot understand this thing of being bound the binding of a sinful nature that they cannot escape and an unbeliever doesn't really have any understanding of that he thinks what's wrong with you I've got a free will. I can do what I want. But, an un, but a believer knows something of this thing of binding. But he, this is who he delivers. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains. But the rebellious dwell in dryness. A dry land, a wilderness. Verse 7, O God, when thou wentest forth before thy people. I love to think of that imagery. The scripture says he's before all things. Whatever it is, he's before it. He's before it. Oh God, when thou wentest forth before thy people, I think of the Lord Jesus Christ going before his father in my behalf. When thou wentest forth before thy people, when thou didst march through the wilderness, the earth shook. The heavens also dropped at the presence of God. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God. The God of Israel, the place where the law was given, was moved at the presence of God. Thou, O God, did send, verse 9, a plentiful rain. Now that word plentiful actually means a free will rain. Now God freely gives his rain. The rain of his grace, the rain of his grace freely falls on you because of the freeness of his grace. Aren't you thankful streams of mercy never ceasing? Call for songs of 
loudest praise. Thou didst confirm thine inheritance when it was weary with the reign of your grace. Thy congregation, this is every uh, church, thy congregation, the church of God's elect, the bride of Christ, thy congregation hath dwelt therein in this free reign of grace that is poured upon us. Thou, O God, hast prepared of thy goodness for the poor. Now his goodness is his saving mercy. And who's his saving mercy for? What's the first beatitude? Blessed are the poor in spirit. Those who have nothing. That's who his goodness is given to. The Lord gave the word. This is talking about the scripture, I believe. The transmission of scripture. The Lord gave the word. I'm so thankful for the Bible. We're not dependent upon any man to tell us who God is. We have his word that he wrote and gave us. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Don't ever uh, lose the importance of the word of God. The Lord gave the word. And great was the company of those that published it. That's the preaching of the gospel. Now kings of armies did flee. They, they, they ran uh, in fear. But she that tarried at home is the one who got the spoil. I, I love that. The kings of armies, they run in fear. But the ones who just tarry at home that have nothing to recommend them. I think of um, 1 Samuel 30 when uh, David was going after his um, banished family. And there were 600 men. The, the Amalekites had, had stolen his family at Ziklag. And there were 600 men. And they came to the brook. And 200 of them were too weary to go. They had to stay behind. And the 400 men went and delivered uh, the families and brought back the spoil. And the, the scripture says all the sons of Belial, all the wicked men said, these fellows, these 200 who stayed back, they don't get any spoils. It all goes to us. David said, no. The ones who stayed back, they're going to get the, same, the spoils the same as us. And that's what this is really referring to. Um, Kings of armies did flee apace, but she that tarried at home, she got the spoil, even though she didn't do anything for it. Though you've lied among the pots, you shall be as the wings of a dove covered with silver and her feathers with yellow gold. Now, what in the world does that mean? Um, you've lied with the pots. that you, You've laid with, and that word pots, the only definition I could find for it was a double stall. That's what it means, a double stall. And though you've lied among the double stall, yet shall ye be as the wings of a dove. And that's referring to the Holy Spirit. Covered with silver and her feathers with yellow gold. And said, you're lying right now. You can't rise because you still have this nature. You have two natures. You still have this one nature. But when that nature's gone, you're going to rise with wings of gold. Verse 14, when the Almighty scattered kings in it, it was as snow in salmon. It was cold. There wasn't any warmth when God scattered these people. But the hill of God, verse 15, the hill of God is as the hill of Bashan, fruitfulness. A high hill is the hill of Bashan, and I love this thought of fruitfulness. 
Every believer bears the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And only the believer has the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Every believer, without exception, has the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And remember, it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's not the fruit of your works. It's the fruit of God the Holy Spirit given us in the new birth. This is the hill of Bashan, the hill of fruitfulness. The hill of God is as the hill of Bashan. And a high hill is the hill of Bashan, above the grasp of the natural man. Why leap ye, ye high hills? This is the hill which God desires to dwell in. The church, the body of Christ, the house of God, the Lord will dwell in it forever. The chariots of God are 20,000, even thousands of angels. I think of what the Lord said. Do you not think that I could not pray for my heavenly father and he'd send me 12 legions of angels right now? When he was uh, before his... uh, enemies and he was saying to his disciples at this time before the cross don't you think i'd have i've got control over this i could pray for my father right now and he'd send 12 legions of angels remember what one angel did when it killed seventy-five thousand people what about twelve thousand of them at this time the chariots of god are twenty thousand even thousands of angels the lord is among them as in sinai in the holy place the giving of the law Now, this is what Paul quoted in Ephesians chapter 4. Thou hast ascended on high. Now, that's talking about the Lord Jesus Christ and his ascension. I love to think of him leaving heaven, coming to this earth. How many times did the Lord say, I came down from heaven? I bet people thought, what's he talking about? I came down from heaven? He came down from heaven. He kept God's law perfectly. He put away the sins of everybody he represented. He died. He was raised from the dead. God completely satisfied with what he did. And he ascended back to heaven. And this is what this is a reference to. Thou hast descended on high. And look at this next statement. Thou hast led captivity captive. Captivity. Now, if you can get out, you're not captive. If you can open the jail door and walk through, you're not captive. You're captive when you cannot get out. And it is only the believer that has any understanding of this. An unbeliever doesn't understand sin, but a believer does. And it's, it's a miserable captivity to him. But look at this promise. Thou hast led captivity captive. That is sovereign grace. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men. Yea, for the rebellious also. Aren't you thankful for that? Yea, for the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell among them. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. The benefits of his grace, forgiveness of sins, justification, redemption, preservation, 
faith, repentance, everything we have is him loading us with these benefits. The God of our salvation, he that is our God, is the God of salvation. And unto God the Lord belong the issues from death. I have no idea when I'm going to die, but I'm going to die when the Lord determines it. You're going to die when the Lord determines it. And isn't that comforting? I'm in his hand. And I will die and I will be in his presence. And I won't be thinking about this place at that time. I think uh, people say, oh, I want to I want to leave my legacy. I could care less about a legacy. I mean, when you're in heaven, do you think you're even going to be thinking about anything down here? No, you'll be in the presence of Christ. And you won't be thinking about anything else. And the issues of death belong to the Lord. I'm in his hand. Verse 21. But God shall wound the head of his enemies and the hairy scalp of such a one as goeth on still in his trespasses. That person who, who has no love for God or thought for God, but they just go on still in their trespasses. The Lord said, I'll bring again from Bashan. That's the place of fruitfulness. I will bring my people again from the depths of the sea. And that's talking about the resurrection being brought up from the depths of the sea that thy foot may be dipped in the blood of thine enemies. And the tongue of thy dogs are the same. The enemies of God's people are not going to prosper, whether it's talking about men or their sins. They're not going to prosper. They've seen thy goings, O God, even the goings of my God, my King, in the sanctuary, in the holy place. The singers went before, the players on instruments, following after among them were the damsels playing with timbrels. You see this joyful procession. Bless ye God. In the congregations. Even the Lord from the fountain of Israel. Now I hope that's what's going on now. God's people. In the congregations. Meeting all over the world. Blessing God for who he is. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That doesn't mean we can confer a blessing on him. But our our. Our blessing, his blessing is conferred on us when we say by his grace, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Bless ye God in the congregations, even the Lord from the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin with their ruler and the princes of Judah and their council, the princes of Zebulun and the princes of Naphtali. Now, I believe that this is a reference to Judah and Benjamin. You remember the story in Genesis 43? Obviously it is. That's who's spoken of. Um, Benjamin, uh, Jacob thinks Joseph is gone. Benjamin's his favorite. Um, they can't get anything to eat unless Benjamin goes back to, uh, to Egypt. Joseph has said, they didn't know Joseph yet. Joseph said, you're not going to get anything unless I see Benjamin. So they say to their father, Jacob, we need to go back to get food. And the man said, if we don't bring Benjamin, we won't get anything. All of a sudden, Reuben stands up and said, I'll bring him. And if I don't bring him back, you kill my two sons, as if Jacob would want to do that. He said, I know you, Reuben. He's not going with you. Then Judah said, I will bear complete responsibility for him. If 
of my hand shalt thou require him. If I bring him not back to thee and set him before thee, let me bear the blame forever. Judah. Christ came from Judah. Now, Judah and little Benjamin, and then there is uh, the princes of Zebulun and Naphtali. Just let me give you their names. Zebulun means exalted, extolled. Naphtali means wrestle. And that would uh, it, describe the life of the believer. Uh, he's exalted in Christ. He wrestles. Um, he wrestles with so many things that he will one day not wrestle with. Verse 28, thy God hath commanded thy strength. Strengthen, O God, that which thou hast wrought for us. Any strength I have, it's because of God's command. And I'm asking the Lord, strengthen that which you've done for us. Because of thy temple at Jerusalem, that's representative of the Lord Jesus Christ, the temple, the holy of holies, the place where the high priest went in. Because of thy temple at Jerusalem shall kings bring presents unto thee. Rebuke the company of spearmen, the multitude of bulls with the calves of the people, till everyone submit himself with pieces of silver. Now here's what true submission does. This silver is a reference to the atonement money. Everybody was to give the exact same amount, the silver atonement money. The rich people, the poor people, the same amount. I tell you when someone who's submitted, they submitted to God when they see the absolute necessity of the atonement of Christ and would not bring anything else. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Now someone who comes into God's presence with the silver atonement money, nothing but the blood of Christ, they by God's grace have submitted themselves to him. Scatter thou the people that delight in war, that delight in contention, that delight in fighting. Oh, blessed are the peacemakers. Princes, verse 31, princes shall come out of Egypt. Ethiopia shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. God controls everybody. Sing unto God, ye kingdoms of the earth. Oh, sing praises unto the Lord. To him that rideth upon the heavens of heavens, which were of old, He's eternally riding upon the heavens, eternally in control of all things. Lo, he does send out his voice, and that a mighty voice. Oh, the voice of God in the gospel. The hour is coming, and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God. And they that hear shall live. Verse 34, ascribe ye strength unto God. His power, his excellency is over Israel. And his strength is in the clouds, in the heavens. O oh God, thou art terrible. Thou art awesome. Thou art awe-inspiring. Out of thy holy places. The God of Israel is he that giveth strength and power unto his people. Now the reason you believe right now is because he strengthened you. The reason you persevere in the faith and continue walking with Christ is because he's empowered you. He's the one who does all this. Blessed be God. And everybody that hears that, that loves him, that knows him, says to that, Amen. Blessed be God.